pull up a bar stool. So this will be the spring break slash construction edition of the podcast. I'm solo. This is the first time I've been solo for a while. I think as we go through this episode, you'll understand why I haven't done it in a while and why maybe I'm suddenly organized enough to do it. Um, so I say spring break. My boys are on spring break. So you might hear some running around, dog barking, kids yelling at each other. So be it. It's life. Construction edition. We've got some work going on upstairs in the in the bathroom, uh, some construction. And you know what? It happens. And I'm actually, look, it's, it's a good sign that we're able to do these things, that the business is doing well, that we can get some work done in the house. I'm not going to cover it up. Things aren't perfect. So we're just going to sit back and enjoy it. Um, so today we're going to talk about time management and my incredible struggle with this. I'm certainly not perfect, but I'm going to step you through my story, my battle with it, what I think is the solution, my early, early, early implementation and results of what I'm seeing. Look, this is a topic I've talked about multiple times on this show. I did not have it figured out. Figured out. I feel really, really good about where I'm at right now. So I hope this can help you sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So one thing I've gotten away from on the pubcast is drinking a beer. That's a pubcast after all. I don't want this to become a farce. Truth is, look, I haven't really felt that well for a while too. Trying to be more healthy. I gotta think that a lot of what I'm about to talk today is connected. I suddenly feel great. And not to mean that doesn't mean I'm gonna go out and get wasted and <laughs> drink seven beers a day. But, you know, suddenly I feel like it's okay to treat myself in the middle of the afternoon. Um, so what I'm working on today is a Bellhaven Brewery, Brewery Scottish Oat Stout, deep, dark, intense ale, 7% volume alcohol. It's actually 11.2 fluid ounce beer. Um, I've always kind of been a dark beer drinker in the past. I've moved away from it recently. But uh, I'm going to enjoy this one. Cheers to you. Cheers. That is really good. That's really good. Okay. So I find it kind of uh, somewhat humorous that we're talking about this. Because, man, I swear, I've probably talked about this three or four times as a main topic on the podcast in the past. And I try to make it seem like I've got it all figured out. Man, I'm a big liar. All right. So even today... Um, when I go through this, I'm give you some steps and what I'm implementing here. I am the newbie of the newbiest, newbiest of the newbies. Um, it would be kind of like someone doing a podcast on how to manage Facebook ads and they just started doing it yesterday. That's kind of how I feel. So take it with a grain of salt, but I want you to understand my experience is what I'm going through and you might be able to take some bits and pieces from it. Now I know a lot of people, I'll get to this in a minute have been through it already and have great, great, great experiences that they can share and write. But this, this, is only, this is your story. This is your, your journey. So find what works for you. So for me, 
Um, in the past, I would say really the first three years of this um, this business. Now, keep in mind, I've always had some of these issues of time management, but the first three years, I was extremely motivated with the business. Now, it doesn't mean I was perfect and I was constantly um, well-organized and this and that, but I think it helped when I had a fire lit and I was just busting my butt every single day and had this these goals I was constantly shooting for with the business. Um, and then I was managing it fine. So all this stuff of being a little bit you know, disorganized, being a procrastinator, um, it was okay. But something happened. And again, I can't pinpoint exactly when. I feel I have a good idea it was somewhere around January 2015. So, and kind of give you an overview of what happens for, happened for me, especially those first few years. I would set these goals, um, beginning of the year, bust my butt doing everything I can to accomplish those goals. Then I hit December 31st, and it was a relief, but it was always a bit of now what, especially the third time through. And so I had these high stress goals and I accomplished them. And then you're kind of stuck in this, okay, now what are my next next high stress goals? And do I even want to set some new ones? Right? Because I re- just remember what that did to me. Um, felt great to accomplish them, but once you did, what's next? Um, that's the first thing. Second thing, starting to delegate. And I was and have been a horrible delegator. Um, I don't like passing things off. When I did, I got I started feeling like I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like it's great that I'm passing that off. Now what I need to focus on this, on these things that are most important, things I want to do. And I had a hard time transitioning. So the last year so i was i would say 2015 through march of 2016 i've been battling with this and it's been a snowball it's gotten worse and worse and worse to the point where i finally this last week or so said i got to do something about this so stress was way too high than it should have been you know look i built this business I, I wasn't, I, I make sure that um, I don't work crazy hours. I really rarely work weekends and evenings. Um, I'm able to enjoy so much that a lot of people aren't lucky enough to enjoy. Spend a ton of time with my kids, my family. And why was my stress so high? I had difficulty staying on, on task. I was constantly worried and feeling guilty. And why? Procrastination. Big, big reason was procrastination, right? So I would know that this big project has to be done. I wouldn't start it until the last possible minute. And as a result, you know, you, you should say, you could say, oh, well, you're not in this, when you procrastinate in a perfect world, your stress doesn't happen until you start working on the project that last minute. Absolutely not. The reality is that last minute was when I felt best about myself, when I felt most productive. It was those weeks, days, weeks, and months 
heading up until that point where I know I'm supposed to be working on that project when I felt awful about myself, okay? So, but that said, I became really, really good at procrastination. Look, this is nothing new. I procrastinated in high school. I procrastinated in college. And back then, um, you know, I, I was a, like in high school, I was a, I think a 3.3 student, GPA student, mainly because I had a horrible first semester of my freshman year. But I, I tend to pr- procrastinate all the way through high school to do just enough to get a 3.3. Um, in college, I did just enough to get a B minus on everything. I mean, I might have set the record for getting B minuses. And most of that was because I would wait till the last minute, um, start a paper the night before, start studying for a test the night before, and uh, did just well enough to get by. That was my life. And funny thing is, um, so I was able to get things done, but it was never until the last minute. I read this article. Someone sent it on to me when I shared my story on, on my Facebook page the other day. This article by Tim Urban. Freaking amazing because, and it's like from 2013, but it was me in a nutshell. It's called Why Procrastinators Procrastinate. And what's so hilarious about this is it's a two-part series. I've only read part one because I'm putting it off. (laughs) I will read it. But the first part was just, oh, it was perfect. So it talks about, they have, you know, silly little drawings and stuff. To, to, to back up the story, but the point was you got the brain of the rational decision maker and the procrastinator. The rational decision maker knows that they've got to get something done and they do it. The, the uh, procrastinator in their brain, they know they got to get that thing done too, but next to that voice, they've got the instant, instant gratification monkey that constantly distracts them. And it's so true. That's me. Look, I know I need to get this thing done. That's why I'm never happy. That's why I'm constantly stressed out. That's why I have all this guilt. But there's all, it, when the, the big project is overwhelming. Like, well, what's this one thing I can do right now? This little thing that is, has nothing to do with that big project I know I have to do, but it's easy. Or even worse, how about I check some email? How about I surf the net? the internet how about I, I stop and watch some tv for a while like all these things that are distractions that instant gratification that I really shouldn't be doing right now you can do a little bit of it but the point was that this was taking over my life that instant gratification monkey and um as a result it impacted me in lots of ways you know i was in this constant state of worry i was constantly dissatisfied it, I talk about this, and it's funny. This all comes together. I had a, work, a webinar, excuse me, a podcast recently with Chris Brogan. I talked about um, the oh, I can't, can't, the syndrome. What what where where I I never feel like I'm good enough, or I'm I'm not what people think I am. I, I know I'm, I'm forgetting what that word is. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> That's, that's where I've been is I don't deserve the things that I get uh, because of this. End up falling, in my opinion, far below the potential, my potential for quality, for volume of work, and ultimately for revenue. 
Um, now, again, it's kind of difficult to be overly dissatisfied with these things because it's all done really, really well for me still. Um, but I know that I'm only scratching the surface of what I could do. That does not mean I need to work more. Be very, very clear what I'm saying here. It does not mean I should be working evenings and working weekends and traveling the world and doing all these things I don't want to be doing right now. It means I can be much better focused with my time. So another result of how it impacts me is I have been buried in my inbox. Do not send me email. You will not hear back. If you do, it may be a month after you sent that email to me. Um, I have a cluttered desk. And I still to this day at this moment have a cluttered desk. But that's, you'll see in a moment that that is actually part of my routine now to clean it. It's just that that day to clean it has not come yet. <laughs> uh, and ultimately a cluttered mind. When you have a cluttered mind, um, high stress, and you're constantly worried, uh, feeling guilty, this impacts your health too. And I strongly believe that that was impacting me over the past several months to a year plus. The thing is, though, it doesn't just impact me. It impacts others, too. Um, stress, you know, if I'm stressed out, it impacts my relationship with my wife. It impacts my relationship with my kids. We don't want that. Um, additionally, like I said, I'm terrible now about, I have been terrible about responding to emails. People don't want to work with me if I'm terrible at respond, responding to emails. So that includes my, my team members, anyone I contract, have work done for me. Um, I call this out. I started working with Greg Hickman's company month, a few months ago, several months ago, to help with automation, email automation. Guess what? Nothing has actually been done, and I'm still paying them because they're still waiting for stuff from me. Um, so that's killing me. That's ridiculous. Um, people are often waiting to get information from me to perform their responsibilities. So whether it's like with Greg or any of my team members, it's frustrating for them, I'm sure. So it increases the stress of others. So that, in a nutshell, is what I've been dealing with. I want to get to what the solution is, or at least in my opinion. But first, I'm going to take a quick, because I can't, you know, I've got to drink a beer here occasionally. So we've got to have these breaks. When I've got a guest, I can drink while they talk. But right now, i got to take these breaks. So here we go. Cheers. That really is a good, smooth beverage. For 7% alcohol, that's pretty darn good. Okay, so you get an idea of how crazy my mind is, how screwed up I've been for the last year plus. Understand too that I've tried and failed to fix this many, 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 many times. So let's not assume I am solving my problem now. It's kind of like addiction, right? Um, so you, you may have a temporary, um, you know, you maybe go, th- I don't want to compare it to addiction. It's just silly. It's, it's, it's different, but you may fix it for a while, but it's so easy to lap because you have these habits that are easy to fall back on. But what I've found in the past is I often micromanage way too much to try to get organized. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not doing a little bit of that with this new solution I have, but um, I recognize that being an issue, and I want to make sure that that's not 
a problem now. So that's the first thing. But also, look, I often, when I, when I try to make these changes, I often set myself up to fail with unrealistic expectations with these changes. So make drastic changes that I'm never going to follow through on. I'll get to one of those examples here in a second. So I've learned a bunch uh, from just this past week as I've tried to implement this. It's almost like the light bulb went off or it just became too much and like this is ridiculous. Something has to change. Um, I'm trying to remember when it was. Was it Sunday? It really wasn't that long ago. This is, this is so funny. I post like I, as the light bulb went off. I posted this to my Facebook page. I'll, I'll read it to you. Um, it was really, really popular. People, lots of answers from people on their thoughts on this. So, and I said, I and I quote, something that has taken me far too long to learn. Your week should be composed of individual days that represent incremental progress. Your days composed of small tasks instead of monumental ones, contributing towards the completion of multiple projects. May be obvious to some, but it hasn't been to me. I'm a crammer and a procrastinator. I'm overwhelmed by projects because I feel I need to get them done all at once instead of breaking them up into manageable bite-sized chunks. Chunks that may seem insignificant at the time when completed, but make for controlled and lower stress environment. I still don't have the ideal process for implementing this, but I'm seeing progress. So what is your process? And I got all kinds of answers from people. Now, so again, that's that was a light bulb moment. It makes it seem like I'm insightful and know all this stuff. And this is something I've been doing for years, but it pretty much just was something I just figured out at that moment. Um, but so along those lines, some things I've learned, <laughs> again, hilariously, pretty much over the last week, but I've knew, known these things forever. First of all, change isn't easy. So don't expect to fix it overnight. And I think that's been one of my issues is I expect to, here's my solution, boom, I failed, Psst, screw this, I'm done. Um, you should also have a routine that is flexible. Um, so you gotta learn from what does and doesn't work. So like I created a routine, but that doesn't mean, okay, this is gonna, this is gonna be, this is what I have to follow, it's rigid, right? It's like figuring out on the fly um, what does and doesn't work and adjusting it instead of like tossing it out the window. It's got to be flexible. Something else I, I realized quickly that is really, really important is sleep, right? I mean, look, one of my issues is I get started too late in the morning or I'm not refreshed when I get up. So I'm just drowsy and I can't really get going. And a big reason for that is, well, lots of things, right? But my health habits. Um, so what am I eating? And I think I've really fixed that, by the way. If you ever want to talk about talk to me about what I eat and all that kind of stuff, my routine there, ask me someday. But um, I need to go to bed at a reasonable time. So um, it doesn't mean I'm working up, working in late hours, but I'm often up until midnight and beyond. And for me personally, this isn't for everybody. Some people, it's like they can have five hours of sleep and they're cool. They can get up immediately like that. Me, I've got to have at least eight if I'm going to get up and and get at them, right? 
So that's one of the things I've realized is I've had to kind of schedule this when I'm going to go to bed so I can get up, quote unquote, early. For me, 7 o'clock is insanely early. I know that's kind of hilarious for some people. But I've got to set my alarm to get up at 7 a.m. In order to get up at 7, I sure better be in bed by 11, if not earlier than that. So I learned that. Um, additionally, you got to break your day, kind of like I was saying in, in, on Facebook, break your day into small blocks with some space in between. So knowing that you may go over in some blocks and you got that space, you can also rec- rest, you can go get a drink, you can go get a snack, do all these things in between. Um, you got some flexibility there. You get done really quick and you do a different task. You can go hang out, you know, go watch some TV, you know, all that stuff. So it's important to have some space in there too. And I say like, we got 30 minutes to do this and then immediate 30 minute block after that. So I, I tend to have 10 to 20 minute breaks in between each one. Um, and also I have tasks broken up into two main groups. So stuff that I do every day or generally every day, especially weekdays and project uh, project specific tasks. So as I said before, it's like, I've got this project. What are the things I do need to do the long list of things I need to do to get to completion. So I map that out, decide how much time that big project needs to take and what needs to be done by each week. Anyway, I'll get to that in a minute. So those are the things I've learned. Uh, Additionally, look, there are many, many options. Like when I asked this question, I had so many life experiences that came from readers and their ideas. That's how I actually I got, um, I read that, that post by Tim Urban, which is awesome. It was like, yeah, this is me. And I was like, yeah, that's me too. Uh, but there are people have lots and lots of stories about things that you can implement. Um, look, if my way doesn't work, you know, which is entirely possible, I'm absolutely going back to that list. And I'm going to try some of these um, processes, these tried and true processes that people have. I'm always pretty, look, I'm a skeptic when it comes to all that. It works for you, so it works for me kind of thing. Right? So I'm going to do... Well, I'm going to do, damn it. And that's partially how I found success in my business. That I don't necessarily model myself after other people. Um, but that's also a lot of stress trying to figure it all out yourself. But anyway, um, so lots of options. But additionally, what I've learned, okay, so blocks. We talked about blocks. And again, this originally when I did blocks of my day, I micromanaged it. But like I said, there are two kind of main groups of blocks that are the stuff I do every day in the project-specific tasks. Now, the things that I do, um, I, so I, I created blocks for Monday through Friday of like, uh, first of all, the main things I do every single day. So, so running, well, and that, it's not every day for running, but running Showering, I know it's ridiculous. I created a block for it, but you gotta account for that. Seriously, look, especially if you look at my life, and I'll often like, eh, I didn't shower today, so be it. It'll end up going two or three days. I know, disgusting, right? But that's what happens when you're an entrepreneur. Breakfast, again, sounds ridiculous, but I am now making it a part of my routine to make my breakfast, and I'm I typically have eggs. I even make an egg for my my dog these days. But I have eggs and I do it in coconut oil. I know. This is part of my health kick. I'm reading. So 
reading is not part of my routine in a set block as opposed to I've got Feedly open all day and I'm constantly checking it to see you know what articles there I have a block for it now there's also purpose to it it's not just that I'm reading and I'm sharing it to my to Twitter I'm finding something I can share to my Facebook page which I have neglected my Facebook page quite a bit over the last year plus um, based on the stuff I read I'm creating drafts of blog post ideas so it's like okay here's a title here's a paragraph description here's a link or two that inspired this I might not end up writing a blog post but I don't want to have one of those days like I don't I got to write a blog post and I don't know what I'm gonna write about um, well, with this reading it also applies to my weekly webinar so for my power hitters club private group I go over all the stuff they need to know about that's happened in, in advanced Facebook marketing over the prior week. And I go back and look at what I shared on Twitter as my inspiration for that, right? Well, that's kind of ridiculous because typically I'm, I'm cramming to do that. So Wednesday morning, I do the webinar Wednesday afternoon. I start putting together these slides. But in reality, I should be putting the slides together through the week as I read this stuff, like, oh, that'll be good for the webinar. Additionally, adding these same links to the webinar replay instead of waiting till the last minute after I've published that webinar. And also now I've started getting the routine of update, uh, doing an email recap every month about the, all the stuff you need to know about that happened in the prior month that's based on five main things, right? So this, I'm gonna start with these links adding them to a document that will ultimately contribute to this email. That email is a lot of work, but much more work if I do it all at once. Okay, so that's all part of reading. Um, another block is email response. So it's important here that I'm focusing, right? I, I lack so much focus, especially when it came, kind of came to email. I ignored email. It just built up and built up. Um, it was an absolute mess. And that was the worst way to get a hold of me. Well, I'm changing that. First of all, all I've, I finally figured it out. I don't know why it took me this long to figure it out how to do this. Uh, I've switched email clients so many times and away from MacMail. I'm now back to MacMail today. All of my email accounts, personal, baseball professional all funneling in there but the key to this working is i've unsubscribed from just about everything i know marketers hate to hear that like whoa what would you do with other people they should do that i don't expect everyone and a lot of people don't read my emails they should unsubscribe so because there's so many distractions in there and so many emails i don't read anyway and i don't i I don't want to have that uncontrollable inbox where I'm just buried, right? Um, so that's a block, email response. I just set aside, I think it's 40 minutes for email response, maybe an hour. Right now, after I got through it, 40 minutes is reasonable. Another block, social media and Zendesk response. So going back there, I use um, um, Agora Pulse for a lot of my social media. Check out the Facebook group for my um, my Power Hitters Club. Um, check out Zendesk for all the email stuff that I can handle. Um, so all that is going to happen in that block. Again, I'm only setting aside. This is these are the kinds of things I would normally just like 
go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing constantly throughout the day and never really having a process. Now I'm setting aside a block for it. And then another block is daily tasks. And those daily tasks are based on those projects that I know need to get done and the individual things that I need to work on for those projects that day that I've written down. And I will get to that in a minute. Okay? So I've got blocks. Um, excuse me. Uh, those daily task blocks are really for these larger projects. Things like my social media marketing world 2016 presentation, things like my next workshop, whatever that is, things like you know any improvements I need to make to the website, things like uh, any new um, products I'm going to create. Those are all things that are going to fall under daily tasks. So when you cut out all the things I do every single day, it's like, okay, now here's this one hour period or 40 minutes or whatever it is. I'm going to focus on just doing the tasks that's going to help accomplish these goals incrementally for these larger projects so I don't have to wait until the last minute. Okay? So with these projects, these larger projects, I create a list of them. It's like, what are all these projects I need to complete? And for me, like I said, it's that presentation. It's my workshops. I'm looking at what I'm going to do for workshops throughout the year. It's whatever products I'm going to create, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and create a list of those add bullets so I've got a um, oh, what's it called Evernote I've got to list all these projects and, and um, bullets for the tasks that need to be accomplished uh, to complete that project and I it's important to set dates set goals um, and then so I now have by, especially for work, my workshops which I do every, every two months it's like, okay, well, what has to be accomplished by the end of week one, which after the last workshop completed, right? It's basically just a matter of thinking through what's going to be my next uh, workshop. That's all. Come up with some ideas. And then we, you know, we go from there to completing the slides and doing the workshop, you know, four, four, uh, excuse me, two months later. So that's kind of an example. Now, the way my week is now, at least the way I'm, I'm doing this, Look, we're at 30 minutes already. I don't care. I think this is really valuable stuff that you're going to enjoy. So I hope you're enjoying this. Um, I have a theme for each day of the week, and this is actually nothing new for me. Um, I've had a theme for my days in the past. It's just a matter of, okay, beyond that one thing, what am I going to do to make sure I accomplish all my goals, right? So Monday, this is new actually. Monday, I've decided to make any meetings. If you want to schedule a meeting with me, it's got to be on Monday afternoon. That's it. And what I've learned is if you can't make that work for you, then I'm not going to schedule the meeting. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but understand Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are all mapped out. If I'm going to schedule my meeting with you on a different day, that completely throws my schedule out of whack. So unless it's extremely important, we're going to have to uh, make it work out in my, my schedule. Tuesday is my podcast recording. And re re remember, we have all these other tasks that I do every day as well that goes around along with this. But Tuesday, today's Tuesday, podcast recording. Wednesday is my, my webinar. Thursday is my, my one-on-ones um, that I do in the afternoon. And Friday, I do like podcast interviews and cleanup. So cleanup meaning... Time to clean my desk. That's what I, I mentioned that earlier. 
That'll be my day to clean my desk, clean my office. Uh, I need to clean uh, the, uh, my wife keeps getting on me about the garage. Probably do things like uh, yard work, things like that. Friday would be a good day for it. So, but in addition to all the other tasks I do on a daily basis. Okay, so each day is a theme. Now, additionally, something that I'm, I'm impl- implementing now, prior to the start of the week, so on Sunday, um, <laughs> again, it's kind of ridiculous since this is the first time I've done it, but Sunday, um, I create a bullet list of the five things I want to accomplish that week. So I've got that list of the things I want to accomplish this week um, that I set on Sunday, and, and that's going to be part, the, the primary motivator for my daily tasks okay additionally night the night before each day so tonight for example um sometime before i go to bed i'll get into that in a minute i create a bullet of lit bullet list of things i need to accomplish the next day now this includes you know there's i first go to a bullet list of things i'm supposed to accomplish that day did i accomplish them all if not let's not stress out about it it's okay that needs to go to the next day and is there anything else I need to accomplish that next day or to reach my weekly goals? Um, additionally, Friday, it's important to kind of recap. How was the week? Was it a success? What did I learn? What worked? What didn't work? And how is it that I am, uh, you know, figuring all this out? How am I documenting this, Right. And that takes me to journaling. So it's funny because I made a purchase of the day one journaling app a couple months ago. And so I want to get into journaling. And so I bought it and I put it on my desktop, on my iPad, on my iPhone. No excuses. Sends me reminders every day to journal. Wasn't doing a damn thing. Well, guess what? Now that I'm doing all this, structuring my day, I'm journaling. I'm even making it um, something I do before I go to bed or before I go to sleep. So journaling is pretty much how I'm going to say, I'm going to document how did, how did this week go? I'm going to talk about it, talk about what I learned and what worked and what didn't work. Um, additionally, it's important, final day of the month, because we're only really planning for a week at a time, but how are we planning for that week? It's usually because we should have goals for the month okay so at the end of each month it's important to also map out what we want to do the next month okay all right i need to have i've got two two glasses here one for my beer one for my water both are necessary getting a bit parched right now all right cheers cheers all right so definitely a bit longer on the podcast this week but i think it's okay I'm really motivated by this one, passionate about this one, and it could be something that could help you as well. So what are my early results? Something I'm really, really proud of. I gotta tell you, my inbox, thousands of emails prior to this process. And Monday, kind of an example of being flexible, um, much of my day Monday was spent cleaning that up. That didn't mean just deleting and archiving emails. It meant responding to what I needed to respond to, right? Because there's some stuff I needed to respond to. It also meant unsubscribing again from things I didn't need anymore. 
it and it meant uh, you know just making sure that look if somebody sent me an email two months ago I think I need to recognize I'm not going to respond to it so that I feel bad in some cases but it's gonna look ridiculous if I respond two months late okay so anyway four emails at this moment in my inbox feels awesome feels really good I can't even explain how good that feels it's so awesome all right I feel focused now, not just because of the email, but because of all this. I know what my project is at this moment, what I should be working on, what I need to do today, but I also feel less stressed. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still lots that I need to do that I haven't done, um, big projects to work on, but the, the, the additional focus absolutely reduces my stress. And I feel a lot better about myself. It's less guilt. I feel accomplished. I feel good. And I think ultimately this results in better health. These things, people, don't fool yourselves. They're connected. Your mental health, your physical health. Because like I said, I'm also working, working in running as part of this too um, to make sure I have it scheduled into my day because it's difficult to do that otherwise. And because uh, I have this goal of running 366 miles throughout the course of the year. And it's really difficult to do that when you're a procrastinator because I keep falling behind like, okay, I got to run five miles a day. Instead, I need to be working in my day where it's like two miles today, three miles tomorrow, four miles the next day, two miles, whatever, you know. So um, and I think the result is going to be I'm going to get way ahead on this thing, but we'll see. Um, now, a few things that are really important to, to underscore here. This is progress, okay? I've not solved it, but this is progress. It's important to recognize it um, and celebrate the wins. I, something I've always been, it's, it's been kind of a bad trait of mine, is like something goes really well. I don't want to acknowledge how well it went. I want to only focus on the negative or the potential negative that could come about. And that's just silly. Recognize that you, you made progress. Be very proud of that. Now, but also recognize there will be lapses. Now, your goal should be, and my goal is, I got to limit those lapses. And when they do happen, I need to bounce back. Okay? I can't use it as an excuse to fall off the wagon and let my email pile up. And what I've done in the past, when I've created blocks in my day before, start completely ignoring them. So basically what would happen is, my alert, my notification goes off, you should be reading right now, or whatever it is. I'm in the middle of something else, dude, never mind. And then the next notification, notification comes up, you should be doing that. I'm like, ah, shut up. Eventually it's all white noise. All these notifications coming through. So the key is I can't let that happen. Yes, I could ignore one of those notifications every now and then because important things happen. But I need to bounce back. It's also important that, you know, we talk about progress. Look, also understand how all this fits together, how each task fits in, how each day fits in. One day is a win, but it doesn't mark a new habit. One week is great progress. I haven't even gotten there yet. But it's easy to fall back into old habits. So 
my primary goal right now, first of all, getting through the week, getting through each individual day, but you know, it's really important to me I get through 30 days. Because I keep hearing about 30 days marks a habit, this and that. Um, I, I think that would be a landmark time for me to get through 30 days of having a very structured and um, you know, time-managed month. So I feel really good. Um, look, I, I've got a little bit of beer left. Um, I'm, I think I'm at the point where I may even be slurring my words at this point. So let me cut this short while my dog barks above. Cheers. Ah, yes. Yeah, so never complete a podcast with a partially full glass of beer. All right. Complete. And uh, so this, that's, that's where I'm at. I want to share my story. I hope it helps you. When I shared my story on Facebook, it was pretty amazing. And it felt really good. It was like a community came together of people who had been through many of the same things. Know that you're not alone. It's funny. I'm not you know, necessarily talking about depression and all those things. But they are related because not, ha- not using good time management absolutely adds stress and worry and guilt and um, those contribute to um, you know, a very depressed lifestyle and something that is becoming too uh, frequent in my life. So, oh wow, 7% alcohol. I guess you can feel it now. But thank you so much for listening to my story. I hope it helps you. Um, I don't usually give out my email address, but no big deal. And if, if you wanna talk about your story, what you found to get you get through get yourself through these things. Hey, if you want to hold me accountable and follow up two weeks from now, see how I'm doing, feel free to. John at johnloomer.com, or you can also get me on Facebook at johnloomer, facebook.com slash johnloomerdigital, at johnloomer on Twitter, whatever, man, whatever. It's been fun. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll get back on task to having uh, guests again next week. Otherwise, until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.